Hi guys, Princess here, and we're doing another episode of Buy Pumpkin. <laughs> um, after, so, this is Saturday night, and I've left the recording to the very last second, <laughs> uh, because I've just been busy. Um, I, I am updating, updating, I am changing my bedroom furniture, and I went to Ikea and got a bunch of shit. Yes, does it seem like all I do is go to Ikea? It's true. It is all I do is go to Ikea. Ikea is 20 minutes from me, is in a shopping center with a Chipotle, a In-N-Out Burger, a Ross Dress for Less, an H-E-B, a Muya. Just basically everything I've ever wanted to go to is in this shopping center. And because I live in Texas, I live within driving distance of two, two Ikeas. <laughs> There's an Ikea 20 minutes from me, and there's an Ikea 40 minutes from me. I've never had a reason to go to the one 40 minutes from me, but I feel like all I do is go to Ikea. Honestly, I have been wanting to do something about my bedroom, and I'm going to do something about it this next week because I am off. But this morning I've been doing, I've just mostly been putting furniture together today. Um, I talked to my mom about it, and she was like, You've been in Ikea all day? I was like, no, I went last night. If you want to catch me at Ikea, this is how you do it. Go on Friday or Saturday night. No, go no less than an hour and a half from closing. So it closes at nine. I don't know if that's when it normally closes, but that's what, it, what time it closes right now. So I am never there. <laughs> I said no less, but I mean no more. I am never there before eight o'clock or 7.30. If it closes at nine, yeah, 7.30. Why? Because it's not full then. And I usually know what I want. I don't just wander around Ikea. I run up in there and <laughs> I go to the back. I go through the shortcut to get to the uh, self-serve section, get what I need and fucking leave. Every now and then I stop in the uh, wall decorations or office supplies area but pretty much I already know what I'm getting when I get there my mom hates Ikea because she says she she doesn't understand what they're doing there <laughs> she says um she just don't understand where the, the shit is <laughs> where and how you get places and why you gotta go around and she's right I do hate the fact that they kind of have like a set like of how you're gonna go through which is can get annoying because as you're walking through, it feels like you're on like a racetrack or something and people are too far behind you or in front of it. Like it's, it is annoying. But the fact that my mom can't figure out where to get the stuff from Ikea is typical of her. But also, she also thinks that if you buy something from Ikea, you have to put it together at Ikea. She thought I was in a room in Ikea all day today putting together furniture. That's my mom for you. But, um... If I had been smart, I would have recorded this earlier this week so that I could, now that the kids are asleep, I can just continue to put together my furniture and have it done by the time they get up so they don't have to try to help me. I'm tired of being helped. Just like, get away from me, guys. <laughs> but um, if you guys are looking for bonus episodes, you've got to become a member of the Patreon. It's at patreon.com backslash buy pumpkin. I did an episode with Tomlin on um, Bad Girls Club that was like two and a half hours. It was one o'clock in the morning where she was after one o'clock in the morning when we got off the phone. It's long. Um, 
I also finished my John and Kate Plus 8 limited series with Liz Bentley. I had to do that because Liz and I, we love John and Kate. In fact, the fact is, because during that conversation, Liz told me that she didn't buy hers on Amazon, which is what I've been doing. I've been cherry picking from Amazon. She just goes on the TLC Go app, which normally I can't do because I got to be commercial free. <laughs> I did that Hulu ad free for a, a week and couldn't go back. I can't go back. So, but... You know, it's just the right, uh, like, stress reliever during this time to put TLC Go on my TV in my bedroom and just, like, let it go on John and Kate and then Kate Plus 8 while I'm while I'm folding laundry or typing on my computer in the bed or whatever. Brings me back to, to 2007 where I used to fold laundry and watch marathons of John and Kate Plus 8. Um... <laughs> By the way, I hate watching TV on laptops. It makes me feel, or on a phone, it makes me feel like I live with roommates. And no shade if you live with roommates. I'm too fucking old to live with roommates. I'm too old for a lot of things. I'm too old. I'm too old to ride the China bus anymore. Used to love it. Used to love the China bus. I'm too fucking old for the China bus now. Um, too old to go anywhere that doesn't have parking. If I gotta, if I gotta like do a couple of backflips to figure out where the fuck I'm gonna park, I don't wanna go. I'm too old for it. That's that's a young person game. I'm old. So I don't wanna watch shit on a laptop. I wanna watch shit on my TV that I paid for and is on the fucking wall. So I'm gonna pay it. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna watch it in there. So this is, so because Liz reminded me about the TLC Go app, or no, she told me about the TLC Go app because I would have made fun of the name already if I had already known about it. Because that, so it's on there. I've been watching tons of John and Kate after my series is over. Isn't that hilarious? <laughs> One of the things from doing all this marathoning, I remember, like, and I talked about this during the limited series too. So you really do want to become a member of Patreon so you can listen. Um, I self-identify with Kate a lot. Which is why I always liked watching the show. So I could be like, ooh, girl, don't do that no more. I obviously never scream at my husband across a, a fucking store because he would leave me there. He would get in the car and drive away. So, <laughs> but also things like kid stuff. I'm all, I'm like, yeah, nobody cares about that. Why are you sitting here? I saw an episode where they made an igloo for no reason. <laughs> it was very stressful. I was like, you don't have to be this stressed. You could just like not make an igloo. <laughs> um, that, um, I'm realizing I like Maddie more by the time we get to Kate Plus 8. She's a little older, and, and I guess she's better on camera. Uh, Kara said something about nobody reads books, and she doesn't read books. And I was like, oh, Kara, I no longer care about you. <laughs> uh, it changed my mind on who I think is the cutest. When I first was watching those episodes, I always thought Alexis was the cutest. It's Hannah. Hannah's the cutest. Uh, my kids love watching the show... Even though they have no concept of what I'm, they just call it my show. Uh, and Hannah was on the screen, just, it was like a close-up of her. And one of my kids asked me if that was Moana. <laughs> She's fucking beautiful. Like, Hannah's gorgeous. Um, I, watching the show, oh, 
I've just come to terms with the fact that I would fuck John Gosling. And it has nothing to do with what he looks like. I don't think he's, I don't, I don't, I'm not like super attracted to him. I don't think he's, I mean, he's not deformed. Okay. But he just doesn't do it for me in terms of like, I mean, in turn, like he definitely looks better when he puts on like a, a skull cap or whatever. I don't know why it just transforms his face, but he doesn't do it for me. You know what does do it for me? In most of the early episodes, he's putting something together or taking care of some children. Like, he's constantly putting together playgrounds and beds and putting carpet down. I'm like, ooh, yeah, come over here and remodel my house. That's that's why I'm finding him attractive. It's what it is. That's my truth. I'm not going to run from it. <laughs> but, yeah, um, a part of me was like, you should just keep doing John and K plus 8. And I'm like, I can't. The John and K plus 8 was a limited series where I guaranteed a weekly bonus episode to my Patreon subscribers. It's all, it's, it's only a buck a month. And all I've gotten since I started doing that is messages and comments and phone calls from Liz Bentley <laughs> and others telling me that, and text messages telling me that a dollar is not enough. And they're right, but I never intended to do weekly episodes forever. I just wanted to talk about John and K plus eight and thank my Patreons because the fact is I didn't think 20 people were going to sign up to be and a lot more than that. Like it's, I showed my husband how much money I make from Patreon and he was like, oh, well, fuck you. <laughs> it's fine. Like, I appreciate everybody who signs up to support me. Um, you're the reason I'm still doing this podcast. It, it, you're the reason I make time to do it because I have supporters who make a donation to me every month. Um, that said, I have to change my Patreon because I started thinking about what I wanted to do and I do want to do a weekly bonus episode, but I can't do that on a dollar a month. So the difference between the people who subscribe at a dollar a month is, and the people who subscribe at, early, at more. By the way, a lot of people are paying much more. They just decided to pay more. And I love that. Thank you. Thank you to all of you. Um, but for me to do weekly episodes ongoing and guaranteed weekly bonus episodes, then I need to change my Patreon. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to have two levels. Oh. Those are my Cheez-Its. I'm not eating them though, because that's rude while you're doing the podcast. I just got the bag open right very close to me so I can hit it accidentally. So I have, I'm going to have two levels. There's a dollar a month, and that's to help me keep the lights on there. You're going to help pay for me to host a podcast, buy equipment, uh, buy software, that sort of thing. It's a buck a month. You're going to get ad-free um, episodes when I start doing ads on this and you'll also get one bonus episode a month, at least one, probably more, but you're going to get one bonus episode a month. Then I'm going to have a $5 tier and that is for people who want to have weekly episodes. I'm going to do a series. Um, and because at the $5 tier you are paying for content, it's not just supporting me. Then I'm going to do a poll to decide what's the next series I'm going to do. Um, I'll start that in July. So after the, 
after the first, you'll see a poll in Patreon. Please go, please make sure to go um, vote in it to see. Well, first of all, make sure to go to Patreon and change your level. If you want weekly episodes, weekly bonus episodes, go to Patreon. You have to, the way Patreon works is badly, but <laughs> the way it works is that you have to change your level. So as of, so when July 1st comes around, they start charging people, you need to change from a dollar to $5 a month. That's one thing. Once you do that, please vote in the poll so we can decide what weekly bonus episodes we're going to have. I've kind of decided that the main show, which is what I'm doing right now, is going to be for me. I'm going to choose what shows I talk about and because it's free content, okay? So at least I get to decide what I'm going to talk about. When it comes to the weekly bonus episodes, I'm going to let the Patreons decide. Okay? So yeah, that all starts July 1st. Also July 1st, Patreon is charging taxes. Now, as a member of other people's Patreons, I have gotten a million notifications about this. So I'm sure you've gotten notifications too, but they want me to tell you. They're going to start charging taxes on, on your monthly uh, subscriptions. I could go into a whole reason why they're doing this. I know a lot about tax, sales tax, because it's part of what I do during the day. I could cite you some some court cases, some Supreme Court rulings, but the fact is, is that it used to be for a long time that digital sales were really a gray area for sales tax, especially sales tax, especially from state to state, and. A lot of big companies like your Amazons and your Overstocks and whatnot have really flouted that. And what state governments have wanted to do is is like get their money off of this. They want to they want their they want their percentage. So um, there are a lot of lawsuits and whatnot. And many states have changed the laws about what you what is taxable and what isn't and how so patreon is just a part of that they they've new laws have happened they've realized that they're not exempt from from collecting taxes on these things and that they are the ones that will be um not prosecuted because it's not well if you get to a certain level it can be prosecuted but they are the ones that will be liable for this money they're they're in charge of collecting it they are in charge of this of sending it to the correct states um, so they're going to start charging it for a lot of people. Like if you have higher up Patreon I mean, and not all, excuse me, not all things are, are taxable. It really depends on the state that you live in and what, what are the perks that you get from Patreon? So a lot of people who are charging things a lot higher are making announcements for, I mean, allowances for taxes like they're putting their price down a little bit so they so that when once the taxes are added to you'll be paying the same amount great my tier is a dollar i can't <laughs> i can't put it down any further so depending on what the how your what your sales tax status is where you live you'll be paying a dollar plus tax and I'm sorry, it's not something that I decided. It's not even something Patreon decided. It's something that, it, it, it's just how it is. So I just want you to know that. Um, be aware of what's going to be coming out of your account. Make sure that, and keep in mind, if you stay, you don't have to move to the $5 level. I'm not going to be like, 
oh, this bitch didn't go to the $5. Fuck her. No, because I'm just really appreciative of the support. I really am. So like, if you're on the $1 level, you want to move to the $5 level, it's available as of July 1st. You will be able to vote on the next series I'm going to do for um, my bonus episodes. And then you'll be able to get them. Um, you'll be getting Princess Diaries. You'll continue to get Princess Diaries. They won't be at the dollar level anymore. And I'm trying to decide where the sponsored episodes are going to be. They'll probably be at the dollar level as well so that everyone gets those. But that's how it's going to go. If you have questions, make sure you you can DM me at OKThenPrincess on Twitter or Instagram. Um, my social media diet is going to be up at the end of uh, the month. My hope is that I have reset some things and I'm not going to spend all day on social media. But we'll see. You can also DM me at, at um, Buy Pumpkin Podcast on Instagram. So I'm checking in regularly and I'll be able to, to answer any questions you may have about that. Um, what else do I want to say? Oh, if you can't be a member of Patreon, look, if, if you don't want to be a member of Patreon or there are other ways to support me. One, you could follow me on Instagram at OKThenPrincess and buy Pumpkin Podcast. You can follow me on Twitter, on Twitter at OKThenPrincess. That's a way to support me. You can also leave me a review somewhere. iTunes, Google Play, wherever it allows you to put some stars and do that. Leaving me a five-star review helps me find other people who want to listen to what I'm doing. I... Remember, the goal is not for me to grow this podcast to be very big. By the way, I've, just got, I've gotten a lot more listeners lately. People have been shouting me out. Um, and so I've got, so there are a lot of new people listening to this. Exciting. But my goal has never been become the biggest podcast in the world. My goal has been enjoy myself making a podcast and finding people who are like-minded. And when you leave a review about this podcast, you let other people who are searching for greatness in their I, in their iTunes, in their podcast apps, find me. That's it. That's that's all. So those are the ways to support me. I appreciate it. Um, la- one last bit of show business. Um, I'm off next week. So I'm not going to do, I'm, I'm off in my personal life. I'm not going to be doing any work. I'm just going to be doing projects around the house. That's fun for me. So I don't like I'm actually going to, I'm like really excited about it and I'm um, just going to like eat sushi and eat Chipotle. By the way, I forget who it was. Someone saw one of my Instagram posts about, you know, how emotionally exhausted I was by all the court stuff for my foster kids and they sent me Chipotle money. How fucking nice. You guys don't have to do that. <laughs> but I'm just saying that was like best audience in the fucking world. Best audience in the world. Um... That said, you're not going to get a podcast next week. <laughs> you're not going to get an episode next week because I'm off. I'm not going to be doing any work. I need to recharge and rest and rejuvenate and other stuff that starts with RE. So I think it's all the show business there. We're 20 minutes in. It's a good time to start the fucking episode. <laughs> oh, let's also talk about guests. I love having guests on the podcast. It is incredibly hard because I am mostly podcasting late at night. Because I have a ton of fucking kids and no one can leave the house anymore. Awesome. (laughs) So it's not, so you got a lot of guests in the past week. You got Tomlin. 
I did something with Kara. You got Liz the week before. Um, you got Troy. You know, I think Troy is a celebrity. The fact that I reached out to him to ask him to come on here and then talked about Bobby Brown for fucking 30 fucking minutes before we started the episode. Like, that's a big deal for me. Um, having guests is not super, super easy for me. And when I do have guests, it's easier to record with Liz than anybody because she's my podcasting soulmate. It's super easy to talk to her. And sometimes I forget we're recording. Also, Kara, me and Kara have a lot in common. I do feel like, um, a badass kid. She's, she's agreed to babysit (laughs) where she's like, princess, princess. Would you like to know why the man lost his legs? Or are you just going to laugh about how stupid you are <laughs> that you thought it was this? That was our Tiger Queens episode. If you go back in the feed, you'll be able to hear it. But um, I feel very comfortable podcasting with Kara as well. I like podcasting with other people too. I'm just saying when, because of my schedule and the way that I'm trying to like, the and just the way things are, it's super easy to go to those two. Um... If you would like to have me on your podcast, let's talk about it. Maybe, I, I don't know, maybe it'll be a good fit. It's just that the timing of when I can record is odd. And I apologize that in advance. And for you guys, the listeners, if you're like, dude, I'm just getting princess talking to herself in the dark every week. And that's not great. I don't know what to tell you right now. It's really hard to to do this with guests. So that's where we're at. Um, All right, so let's talk about the episode. We're doing, I believe it's episode nine. I could be lying to myself. I didn't write it down. It's called Open House of Pain. And Victoria is still struggling to sell the house, but the boys don't want her to sell it. Um, In this first scene where she's talking about that problem, she calls herself a neat freak, which is... Girl, how the fuck you a neat freak living like that? And you're not a neat freak. Because if you were a neat freak, you would have raised your kids to know that you're a neat freak. You know, I'm a neat freak. Okay. Actually, let me take that back. I don't like to describe myself that way. I'm someone who likes order in my home. Like, my surroundings are really important to me. It is There's lots of shit I cannot control, especially right now. But what I can't control is my surroundings. So... I have a lot of kids, so my kitchen gets messy. But is my kitchen going to be messy for days on end and people are just putting things? No, because they know who I am and they know we have a system. Even the smallest kids know that the dishes leave the table and you need to put them in a place because mommy's going to has her set up. My older kids know what the dish, how the dishes go, uh, how how we wash them, how we put them away. They know this because that's who I am. I'm a person that requires order so if that was if victoria was a neat freak her boys they're at this age they would already been trained okay but they're not neat freaks she's not a neat freak her house is fucking filthy there's a dog pissing in the corner and i love dogs i've had dogs for a long fucking time everybody who knows me knows the only reason i don't really have dogs right now because the love of my life died of my dog mama and I also had um, 
I just gotten another dog named Sugar. I just adopted her and they all, and they both died within two, within a month of each other. Then it was my birthday. Then it was the fucking 2016 election. And I was like, I can't do this anymore. I tried again. Cause people were like, you just need another dog love. Cause I used to foster dogs. I, I just had always had a dog as an adult. I always had dogs. And Watson was adorable and I loved him and he loved me to death and he loved my kids, but he kept getting out. It was killing me every time. I was terrified he was going to die. And it was going to be all, I like, I just felt like there was going to be blood on my hands because I was stupid and just wanted a dog. And so I let my, um, my husband's racist friend's mama take the dog. And, um, yeah, like that's, I can't do dogs anymore, but let me tell you something. If she was a neat freak, that dog wouldn't be pissing in her house. It just wouldn't be. Um, she's not. Her house is fucking filthy. And to hear her call herself a neat freak is like, it feels like that's something she she told herself a long time ago and she's still holding on to it. Like when you're like, I don't know. I used to, t- I've talked about this on Instagram. I used to tell, like, I used to, really 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 want to believe that I was someone who didn't need things that like I was a cactus like you don't need to water me you don't need to repot me I'll just stay here in my pot like that's how I branded myself to people as not needing stuff as like the person that you should think of last because I don't need anything oh no but like and I thought of myself like that for a long time but that's not how the fuck I am I need shit. You gonna have to water me. I need some fertilizer. You gonna have to put me in the sun, then move me in the shade, then put me back in the sun and put me <laughs> like I need shit. And I am not comfortable with being like, I'm comfortable with being self-sufficient. That's what I used to call it. I'd be like, oh, I'm just self-sufficient. But the way I branded myself as somebody who like, who basically you could have it in your life and just like, no strings attached, like low maintenance. I'm not fucking low maintenance. I'm just not going to be low. That's another thing. High maintenance is such a hard thing, like harsh thing to call a woman to be like, oh, she's high maintenance. That's like a burn. But yo, I need maintenance. <laughs> I need maintenance. You got to fucking call me sometimes. You got to text me sometimes. You got to pay sometimes. I can't do all the paying. You got to lift me up sometimes. So me lifting you up. I, I need shit. And once I stopped pretending like I was a fucking cactus and decided I was going to be a begonia, I don't know what a begonia is, but it just sounds like a lot. <laughs> once I decided I was going to be a begonia, like I've been trying to be low maintenance since I was like a child. I've been trying to be like the thing, the not squeaky wheel since I was a child. Not, I don't mean like not speaking up, but I mean like being like, well, all my stuff's together. I've got my shit packed right here. I'm good. I'm good. You don't have to worry about me. Like, when I finally fucking realized that is actually not who I am, well, it was shocking. And I have a feeling that Victoria thinks of herself as a neat freak, but that bitch ain't no neat freak. And it's so freeing to be like, actually, that's not how I am. I actually need this. My actually, my house is pretty fucking messy and I need a housekeeper and I need two housekeepers actually because my house is messy and I got these big gorillas living with me and it's just, and dogs and they each got three friends coming over. The, the gorillas, not the dogs. The, the dogs probably have friends coming over too. There's so many fucking people in that house when literally only four people live there. So yeah, like 
there's a freedom in saying, I actually need shit. I actually, I know I've been trying to sh- pretend to be this thing, but I'm actually that thing. And I'm about to let my hair down. She should try it. I mean, not letting her hair down, that's a weave. But, <laughs> you know. So, also, like, at the beginning of the episode, Frank is getting a big screen TV, which apparently, so what she says is that the boys are out of control. They have been spoiled by their father. And then Victoria goes, what did she say? She goes, he's not the only one to blame. And good thing she said that because I'm about to light her fucking ass up. She is the reason they are spoiled. Like, obviously, they have a father. He's in prison at the time of this. And also, I wouldn't be surprised if he's the type of dude to leave in the morning and not come back till midnight. And be gone all weekend and doesn't answer his phone. I wouldn't be surprised if he's a shitty father, To be honest. this is what I'm trying to tell you. Maybe, you know what, let me take that back. Maybe he's not a shitty father. He's probably a shitty partner. Um, he definitely beats up on her. So I'm, I just feel confident saying he's a shitty partner. So knowing that, I just feel like Victoria did the brunt of the spoiling. Like she's sitting here saying that her husband, you know, did these things and did that. But I feel like she did the brunt of it. Um, she's the one who was around most, they're, they're around most of the time. And maybe she did that for her own reasons, you know, like I said, domestic violence and fathers in fucking prison, like all kinds of shit's going down. And so maybe that's a coping mechanism, but let's, let's call a spade a spade. Dude, they're spoiled because of you. Um, Frank's getting a big screen TV and she's, um, perturbed because the delivery people don't have like booties for their shoes and she wants them to take off their shoes and they're like can't take off her shoes that's against policy which I guess I'd understand I mean that'd be my policy if I was delivering stuff I'm not taking off my shoes in your house because I don't I don't know what's going on in this house but (laughs) but um they should have booties and they don't so she has to put like plastic bags on them whatever I'm like Victoria why are you doing all this shit a garbage truck rolls through this fucking house and not add anything to the shit in here. Fucking house is filthy. Um, also, when they when they go in Frank's room to put the TV in there, there's an altar to John Gotti, like just various pictures and stuff, like all in one spot. They really love that fucking man. And I know, I understand why they love him, okay? He, like, everybody loved that guy. Like I said, he he was very good looking. He dressed well. He was known for giving to the poor. If you've seen New Jack City, you know, when Nino Brown's giving out fucking turkeys and shit, he's known for shit like that. He's known for helping people. I just, but dude is a murderer. <laughs> he's a fucking murderer. Ugh. So also remember, this is about selling the house. So the real estate is back real estate agents back her name is mona and mona's basically like we need to sell um sell set the price at 4.5 million um if you want that 5 million price and victoria's like well shouldn't we set it higher so we can haggle down to it and mona's like if you set it too high there are people who won't even come see it which is true and someone's shopping for a house and they're they're looking to spend it's not that I ever, ever in my life was in this category, but let's say you want to spend about 
4 million and you're and you're looking at things and something's 4.5 million you're more you're more likely to go see that than something that's 5 million and when you see something and fall in love with it you're more likely to try to to try to bid up and you're more likely to be moved than if you never saw it at all so you you pricing strategic and victoria needs to listen to mona mona I don't know. She's she's dressed like she like she gets commissions. <laughs> she she knows what she's doing. And Victoria, you don't know anything about real estate because if you did, you would have made some of the fucking mistakes you made in this um in this episode. Not that I know anything about real estate that I didn't learn from House Hunters or Flip or Flop. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, turn on some HGTV, Victoria. <laughs> What Victoria is most worried about, though, is that open house means strangers come to your house. And the last time she had an open house, so that's another thing. She's been trying to sell this house. So this isn't the first time the house was on the market. Mm. Mm. Okay, lower the fucking price, Victoria. Um, the last time she had an open house, like, people just showed up because it was Victoria Gotti's house. And they wanted to see shit. They wanted to see memorabilia. They were, and also the time she just broken up with Carmine, and people wanted to be like, "Oh, that's the room that she caught him fucking the girl in." Blah blah blah. So she doesn't want that, which I understand. Like, as much as I make fun of Vicky Gotti, because <laughs> I've been making fun of the bitch, okay. <laughs> As much as I make fun of her, like, in her niche, where she is, she's a big deal. She is well known. She is, you know what it is like, hmm, what's a, what's a child of a celebrity who is famous for being that person's child and like, that's, and we're interested in them because of that. I can't think of someone right now. It's not a north, it's not a northwest. I'm thinking of like someone who, who dines at, you know what it is? Almost like an EJ, you know? Like, EJ Johnson, you know who I'm talking about? He's pretty fabulous. I'm, I enjoy his style and stuff like that. But the reason people know him is because he's Magic Johnson's son. Okay, there, yes, he was on Rich Kids of Beverly Hills, which wasn't a bad show, to be honest. I enjoyed it. I was like, oh, okay. What's the chick's name with the big nose? And she did boobs and lubes or something like that. She had a blog. She can be a little insufferable. She can be a little bit too much like eating the camera up, a little showtime. But it was a pretty good show. But the thing is that... If, if EJ had like, honestly, and then EJ lost all that weight and was just basically out in the streets with his butt cheeks in the air. And I was like, girl, if I had lost all that weight, I would have a bandaid on each of my nipples and one on my clit. And I would just be walking the fucking streets and I, you couldn't tell me nothing. I'd just be out here shaking it and I don't <laughs> Arrest me because I'm not putting on any clothes. <laughs> Fishnets, 
and a band-aid on, <laughs> three band-aids and a fishnet <laughs> um, dress over the whole thing. That's what I'm wearing to church. <laughs> like, <laughs> love it. Oh, anyway, um, but like, think of somebody like that who is well known to a certain set because of who his father is. Um, Victoria Gotti is in that. She's she's popular where she is. She, I mean, she's smart never to move to Iowa. <laughs> but, uh, but um, so yeah, like someone finds out she have an open house. There's a there's a large population of people that would just be like, let's go see Victoria Gotti's house. Um, but Mona like basically tells her that like you know, um, we're doing broker only which doesn't mean there's not going to be looky-loos, but okay, we're doing brokers only, and then we'll have them go back to their clients, and then anybody who wants to see the house at that point, we'll, I'll do personally walk through, and then you won't have to worry about it. And Victoria's happy with that. She really wants to sell the house. But guess what? Guess what? Did I ever fix that fucking pool? The pool is still fucked up. And... It looks like a toilet, okay? We get all these um, uh, scene. We get the scene of Luigi and his men, <laughs> his workers, uh, emptying out the pool, cleaning it out, throwing up. <laughs> Why? Because it's fucking filthy, and they clean it with acid. L- at least that's what Luigi says, and they fill it up, and it looks beautiful. After that scene, I was like, all right, so what's the real fucking problem? Because there's still a problem with the pool. The pool wouldn't look like that if all it needed was to be cleaned. It wouldn't be empty. Like, and like Luigi said when he first talked about the pool, there's all this complicated machinery and shit. That's a huge fucking pool. There's all this complicated machinery and, and it's, it's, by the way, guys. I need an inflatable pool for my kids. HOA is close to pool. Makes sense. Why the fuck wouldn't they? Even though, like, when you go on, when I went to go pay my uh, HOA fees in the forum, there's just tons of people like, when is the pool going to open? We deserve a pool. If you don't want to swim in a pool, you don't have to. I'm like, guys, cool. You're just like, okay cool whatever but I wanted I wanted an Intex um above ground inflatable pool of like a 10 by 30 so like 10 feet wide or you know circumference not circumference fuck not radius diameter (laughs) diameter a 10 foot diameter and then it's like two and a half feet or something a little two two and I don't know a little over two feet deep and I want to put in my backyard I go to buy it. Bitches nowhere. No fucking pools. COVID. There's no fucking pools. I tell my mom this. She goes, there's probably a pool here. And I was like, Ma, there's no pools online. There's no pool. Oh, also, my kid wants a, um, my kid's birthday is next month on the 21st. I want to get him a Nintendo Switch Lite. No fucking Nintendo Switches. Nowhere. Nowhere. <laughs> Fuck me. Anyway. So... They fill up the pool, um, but what happens is that the pool keeps leaking. There, the 
the pool doesn't stay filled up. And so Luigi goes to put on a Speedo and a scuba mask. And some scuba flip-flops. I don't know what the flippers. I don't know what the fuck they're called. And swims in the pool to see if he can find a leak. That's pure fucking production right there. That's pure production. <laughs> and also, I'm like over. Like later on, Victoria dresses Luigi down. Because he's like, it's going to be $25,000 estimate for... He, excuse me, he didn't give her an estimate. He estimated. He guessed, which is different than an estimate. An estimate is when someone comes and looks at it and goes, well, I can see this, this, and this. And if, so I think you need this, 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 this. Here's what each of those things cost. Here's the total. This estimate is good until this date, and I will do it for this price. That's an estimate. Someone going, uh, it could be twenty, twenty-five thousand dollars. That's not a fucking. That's a guess. <laughs> so that's what he says to her, and she's livid. And I'm like, Victoria, I know you don't have any money. I get it. I know the reason you want to sell this fucking place is because the upkeep on this bitch. Fuck, fuck the mortgage, okay? The upkeep, the electricity bill in this bitch. The groundskeeping. You don't have it like that. You just don't. And when you were married to Carmine, it was one thing. Also, Carmine was in the mob, so it was easy for him to get money. He'd just kill people and get it. And and then when Carmine was out of jail, yeah, still he was still doing a certain amount for her. You know, that's the mother of his children, blah, blah, blah. You know, very, think, think. Well, don't think Sopranos because Carmella really had to like get that fucking money from Tony. <laughs> but um, there is a certain amount coming in and now it's not. So I get it. You can't keep up with this shit. <laughs> I get it. But you can't fix the pool with Luigi. Luigi doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. Luigi's the guy you call over when your ceiling fan isn't working and he gets up there and he takes it down he dusts it he dusts it he dusts it he you know plays around with it this week um my husband's friend came over and put in a dimmer switch for us um because it just it really needed a dimmer, dimmer switch and I thought it was going to take a lot longer and it was going to be crazy but he just came in popped it in because he handles he does electrical work he's also the person that um did the wiring for electrical in my husband's garage so that it could be like a, another room he also put our our nest uh our nest thermostat in which is fucking ridiculous we got it free that's why we have it don't don't get any ideas about me over in this bitch okay but we got it free and it was a part of like our solar panels came with a free nest uh thermostat so, but we never put it in. It's been over a year. So he put it in for us. But I just find it ridiculous that we have it considering we leave the AC on 72. Like we don't move the thermostat. It stays on 72 and we not we don't leave the house. So there's no reason to change the temperature ever. But cool, cool, cool. It's in there. Anyway, he, that's the type of thing you get a Luigi for. Luigi puts in a dimmer switch for you. Luigi puts in your thermostat, uh, changes your thermostat for you. Luigi... 
uh, something's going on with your garbage disposal. That's a Luigi job. This pool is not a Luigi job. This is a big deal. I also, as we get to the open house, I have questions about what they thought they were doing. But let's go, there's also a B storyline in this. And that basically they're, they're talking about the kids' rooms. The rooms are shitty. You can't have it. When you have an open house, people want to see the rooms. Frank's screaming at his mother, tell us 20 by 30. Blah, 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 blah. If Frank's room is really 20 by 30, they have packed those rooms full of shit. Because his room looks atrocious. It looks, it looks claustrophobic in there. I don't understand. It can't be 20 by 30. Frank must be pulling those numbers out of his ass. There's no way it's 20 by 30. And if it is 20 by 30, they've just put as much shit in the room as they possibly could. Um, I mean, that's there's food, ants, red Venetian blinds. Honestly, the red Venetian blinds really took me out. I, I'll deal with the ants. Um, she's telling John to clean his room. He's like, you do whatever. You just pay for it. And by, by the way, also get me a big screen TV like my brother's and, and also an air conditioner. Because Frank has an air conditioner on his window. I guess he gets cold. And so they add an air conditioner to his window. Maybe the AC is old in the house and it always feels... Excuse me, he gets hot. Maybe the AC is uh, old in the house and always feels a little too hot in there. It never gets quite to the... Whatever. And he basically says we also know who the favorite son isn't around here. I think John is the favorite son. I think John is the one that she, I think Frankie's her baby, but that's not the same as being the favorite. I think John's the one she relates to the most. The way she talks about him is different. The way, like last week we were talking about with Troy, when she was like, she was like, you're grounded, John. He's like, you know, you know, like, we'll celebrate my birthday. And she's like, okay, he knows, he knows he's, he's grounded. He's grounded tomorrow. He knows. Like, I feel like um, Carmine gives her the most trouble. Frankie's her baby, and he's up under her in a way that the others aren't. But I think John is her go-to. I think that like when she's doing her end of life stuff, like like as she's getting older and stuff, I think John's the one she leans on. Because I think in a lot of ways he is her favorite. Yeah, just a little guessing at family dynamics. Um, by the way. By the way, Carmine's like, what the fuck? <laughs> She's really, she hates their language. I think she hates their language on camera. There's no way that they talk, that they, that they only been talking like this. Like, like if they, it feels, they feel very comfortable talking to her like that. And again, I'm not one of those people that's like, oh, you should never curse because I love to fucking curse. But I cannot imagine the way they talk to her. It seems very strange and they, it feels like they've been doing it a long time. So they go from room to room, trying to clean up Carmine's. <laughs> He's got some girl in there. I guess this is a girlfriend. Um, uh, you know, John's room. Then they get the Frankies and the power's out. He's he's uh, blown the he's blown the breaker in it, and she says that the that the TV's too big and blah blah blah, whatever. Like. I can't imagine going someplace to spend almost $5 million on a home. And I can't look in three of the rooms because they're filthy. 
Like, I can't even see it. But you know what? I'm not a $5 million home type of person. Maybe people who maybe people who can afford $5 million homes just show up and are just like, take a walk in a foyer and be like, well, take it. Maybe that's what you do. But I just feel like at the level that they want to sell that house, they do need to fix things up. And they do need, people need to be able to go in a room. Like, you can't, I don't know. It just seems ridiculous. And I, I'm i sure, does she have a money manager? Somebody should sit down and be like, Victoria, if you don't sell this fucking house, you might be in this bitch. Like, you know how Frankie's room ain't got no lights on it? None of these, none of these rooms are going to have lights on it. Like, I... <sighs> also, Victoria says that her father loved the house. So, the, so they're just taking a walk through. The, the realtor's really happy about the pool. The pool looks... The pool looks clean. Yada, yada, yada. Victoria says her father loved the house. But then a minute later, because the realtor is like, oh, you must have had a lot of good memories. She's like, oh, well, he's never been here. <laughs> I guess she was building the house while he was in prison. So he was doing stuff with plans and stuff. And then he died. And I'm like, I hope when my parents die. I love my parents. I've talked about them. Um... <laughs> I recently on a Princess Fix My Life, not Princess Fix My Life, Princess Diaries episode. Did I call it Princess Fix My Life earlier when I said Princess Diaries? Princess Diaries will be on the $5 Patreon level, okay? If I said it wrong before, I want to I remember that. But um, I was talking about Princess Diaries of like all the CPS cases my mom could have caught. But I really love my parents, like... Regardless, of, like they're just human beings, and regardless of all the mistakes, including my bio father who's in prison, he's made a lot of fucking mistakes, guys, a lot. And, but they're all just fucking people to me, and I'm gonna miss them a lot when you know when they head over the Rainbow Bridge. <laughs> That's where dogs go. <laughs> you know when they go wherever you fucking go when you die. I'm going to miss them a lot, but I hope that I can talk about them in ways that, I don't know. It just feels like it was a weird conversation to be like, oh, my father loved this house. It was his dream house. He loved it so much. Oh, he's never been here. Okay, well, Victoria, what the fuck are you talking about, man? What are you talking about, girl? But also, I can't blame her because she's probably grown up in a way that um, her father was like a god to her. He was like a god to a lot of people. Oh, there's like a little side scene where there's a fight over sushi over the boys. And I don't think it's that funny. <laughs> I think there's one funny part in it. Because they order from some, it looks like a, a, a grocery store with like, that you can get sandwiches and stuff from. Because they're eating grocery store sushi. And Frank ate the sushi, but John was the one that ordered it. And... There was some drama and, and <laughs> but Frank is saying something about paying for food for everyone's friends or whatever. He didn't even get to eat his food, even though he's eating a sandwich. I guess he got a sandwich and grocery store sushi. Um, I'm not judging his grocery store sushi. I'm not. I'm just saying, because who the fuck am I? Guys, I just, I, I eat the most basic shit, but we do need to acknowledge where the sushi came from. <laughs> so. Um, John's like buying food for everyone's friends and Frank's like, who's friends? And 
John, because there's always a bunch of dudes there, and John's like that friend, that guy, that's your friend, that's your friend, that's your friend. And I forget his name. He's the one that I think looks like a guinea pig. A walking, talking guinea pig goes, whose friend am I? And everyone says in unison, Carmine. <laughs> you like, Carmine's not even there. <laughs> that's, a, that's the only reason I wanted to talk about that, because I just thought it was so funny. Who's friend am I? Carmine's. <laughs> No one wants to claim you. All right. So it's time for the open house. All right. And it's where the A story and the B storyline merge. And it's just a lot of people show up. They said it's just like the Oscars. No, it's not. It's like when Tori Spelling had a, had a garage sale. It's just a lot of gawkers. And I'm sure that they are, most of them are brokers. Sure, 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 sure. It's a lot of gawkers. And... They walk through the house and the pool is empty again. Cause remember it's been, it's been um, leaking. It's been going down like six inches every day. And it's a huge fucking pool. Question, why didn't they just fill up the fucking pool for the open house? Yeah, we know it's leaky. We know it's not gonna stay there. But it's important to fill it up for the open house so people can see it. Sure, when you get to selling the bitch, when you get down to when you start talking closings and, you know, inspections and blah, 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 you, you're going to have to disclose or their inspection is going to disclose that that fucking pool don't work. But we know the company's coming over. Put the fucking water in the pool. Why didn't they do that? Um, what else? Uh, people are trying to break away from the group. Someone says she doesn't... <laughs> Doors are broken. Then somebody in the group goes, oh, there's a snake too. Someone goes, she doesn't want to sell it. And then someone from the crowd says, and we don't want to buy it. <laughs> so, yeah, as the, I mean, it just looked bad. It just looked bad. And um, they do, as they're leaving, Mona, the realtor, asks Jen about the pool. And Jen tells about the pool, but Mona's got this look on her face, this plastered look on her face. There's a book called uh, Dorothy Must Die, and it's just like a retelling of, a reimagining of The Wizard of Oz. It's great. It's funny, written by a black woman. Go read it. Um, but in the book, they talk about, they reimagine Glinda, but they have her using magic to make herself smile. So even though she's saying like really mean things and like being really evil and stuff, she's got this perma smile, this huge smile. And that's what I was thinking of when I saw Mona talking to Jen about this fucking pool. Cause she's got this big smile on her face, but she's pissed. She's like, what happened to the pool? <laughs> you can't see me. Oh. So, and then the, the last thing we hear is Mona, like, um, what do they fucking call it? When you have to, when you have to, uh, like, do audio that you didn't say or that they didn't get. Because, or when they put audio over something else. Like, people are leaving, and you hear Mona's voice say, the open house is over, you need to go. But... She's not saying it to those people. I feel like maybe there was like somebody trespassing and that's, and she's talking to them. I don't know. I didn't show it. But 
Open house sucked. <laughs> this fucking sucked. So then we get Victoria arguing with Luigi. Like I said, she's arguing with Luigi. She essentially looks like an idiot because Luigi is not the person for you to be for for you to be going to for these things. And he did. He cleaned out the pool and then he filled it up. I think Victoria's a terrible fucking boss. She, I think she's terrible to work with. She's vague. She's cheap. She, her and Jen are walking around in the pool. She's climbing on the sides of it and shit in her and her filthy socks and then just getting more filthy. And I'm just like, guys, call someone who knows what they're doing. Stop. So, and then she tries to get the rooms clean because what's going on is that the realtor is going to have someone come. Like apparently a broker got somebody to come. It looks like it's, Mo it's Mona's client. Fine. But cause they're not there with their uh, broker. So, She's got someone to come and they need to clean the rooms up. As soon as she tells Frankie he needs to clean his room, he goes, it's a mess. It's dirty in there. Like, like, yeah, we want you to go clean it. That's why we want you to go clean it. He's, he's just basically like, it's the point of no return. That bitch is dirty. And there's no, there's no use sitting me in there because it's dirty. It's going to be dirty. Um, Carmen's like, fuck you. <laughs> John's room is pretty neat, but he's just, like I said, it's packed in there. And even though she tells him to like clean some stuff up, he's put some things away. He just continues to play video games and, and he ignores her. So Larilla gets there and like I said, she has someone coming over. And as usual, the house is full of teenage boys. I don't even know how she can live like this. Again, when I was growing up, I just could not invite six people over. I, if I invited one person over, my mother side-eyed me like, who the fuck is that and why are they in our house? <laughs> I, I cannot imagine. So I have, I've been watching the, the Kate Plus 8 episodes. She does trips where she allows, and parties where she allows each child to invite two people. Why? That's 24 people. Why? I just cannot imagine it. I can't imagine being like, oh, I just come home and there's just like 40 people in my fucking house because my kids have people over. I can't. And I guess I, I guess people do that because they're like, well, we've got a big house and we'd rather have the kids here than, you know, out doing shenanigans. But they're doing shenanigans at your house. There's too many. And I also think that a group of teenage boys is the scariest thing on earth. Some people say it's a group of teenage girls. Uh-uh-uh-uh-uh. It's a group of teenage boys because they will hype each other up to do some dumb shit. It's how your windows get broken. It's, it's how somebody's dick gets out. Like they're always pantsing each other. Always this homoerotic bullshit where they're just like testosterone's everywhere. I can't do it. I couldn't do it. Those fucking kids couldn't be in my house. So the doorbell rings because it's a person coming to look at the house. And one of the boys opens the door. And so then the other kids run and pants him as he opens the door. They're still pantsing each other. I realized it was the beginning of the season, but I just hope they groan. <laughs> so they're just running around the house. They're throwing shit inside the house, outside the house. Um, they're in the backyard and you can hear uh, the Long Island Expressway in the background of the yard because it's like right up against it. Uh, they try to go see the ducks in the pond. There's fucking trash and like 
utility barrels in there. Pulse Little Ugly, who's a dead bird in the guest house. And, like, the person that's coming to see it is obviously an annoying woman who wants to be on reality TV, okay? She's, her face is unblurred. She's doing a lot of talking. She's doing a lot of extra. She's being very showtime right now. When I say showtime, it's something that my husband calls me because I fooled him into thinking I was an extrovert when he met me because when he met me, I was bartending and I had to work. So when I was at work, I was Showtime Princess, as we used to always call me, Showtime Princess. And then he got regular old princess after work. And he thought that was so crazy that I could be one person. But that's, especially if you're bartending, you have to sit in the face of your customers. And I personally like to leave customers alone. But for some reason, bartending, people that sit at a bar want to talk to you. So, and he also says that, like, to a certain element, I mean, he doesn't really, he recognizes I have a podcast at this point. He knows it's not about Tori Spelling anymore, but, um, I mean, he's not listening to it. Sometimes he hears me and he says that when I'm talking on this podcast, I'm Showtime Princess, which makes sense. I mean, I wouldn't just come over here and like be my boring self. I like, I have to talk about stuff. I have to have opinions. I have to try to be entertaining. I hope this is entertaining. I hope you guys aren't listening to this so you can go to sleep at night. Actually, I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> a listen is a listen. So, <laughs> but that's what I mean. Like this person seems like she's amped up and she's Showtime Lisa or whatever the fuck her name is at the time. Um, And she's ready to perform, which is okay. But like, it made me think that that person really didn't want to buy the house. It made me feel like production set this up. It made me feel like this is like, whatever. So we're at the end of the episode. And Victoria is looking out the window at the girl touring her dilapidated, filthy, broken property. And she's like, you know, maybe it's a sign I should stay here. Victoria, why why are you trying to play us? You don't have any money and nobody wants to buy this. Like if somebody actually wanted to buy it, you would have sold it, but it's hard. It's hard. And you're going to have to take a bath on the bitch. Okay. There's no way. There's no way. Um, I was going to say, well, you know, John and Carmine are so much older. They're going to go live on their own. I was like, no, they aren't. <laughs> they're just going to stay there. You make it too comfortable for them. You're paying for too many things. They're just going to stay there. And I don't have no problem with that. I think that I've talked about this a lot. I think that a lot of times we expect parents to induce financial trauma on the children so to make them tough because that's not how they had it when they grew up. But um, if you can give your kids a foundation, like if you can pay for college, fucking pay for college. If you can, if you can give them a space to stay, you know, during those first years of adulthood between 18 and 21 or even fucking 25, where it's comfortable for them to stay there and they have a net and 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 you can do that in a way that's respectful, then do that. Let them fucking stay there. If you can afford it, shit. I mean, I would say that, like, I've always had a place at my parents' home. Always. Like, if I, I mean, all of us couldn't come home because as obviously my parents, like, 
moved on and moved to different places and got smaller places and then they end up with a bigger house now. But we could all stay there. But, um, like, I've always been able to be like, fuck, I ain't got nowhere to go. <sighs> let me call my mama. <laughs> let me see if she's... Let me see if she's at home. <laughs> I That's been fortunate. But if you can do that for your kids, do that. And I know people think that if you have a net, then maybe you won't try so hard. But but that that's a problem with the kid that you should have been addressing much younger. The That's like, that's not fundamentally wrong to have a net there in case. So it's, people don't have to sleep in a shelter. You know what I mean? Like, that they can figure out how to be an adult while they still have, like, a safety net there. I, I So I'm not knocking the idea that Carmine and John are not going to leave anytime soon. I'm not saying that. Because I was just, what I, the reason I stopped myself is because I was like, the truth is she could sell that bitch and go get a condo somewhere. With her and Frankie. And that's it. That's it. And she could just be like, have a nice condo and, and, and be happy. And it's smaller, you can keep it cleaner and, and... There you go. But no, she can't. She's got all those gorillas. I mean, I don't know. Uh, she didn't sell. I know she didn't sell that house. I think she didn't. I think she still owns that house. But if she doesn't, she sold it much, much later. Much later. And like way less money. I don't know. But she's going to. But she's going to lie to us. No, she lied to herself. She's not lying to me. Because I fucking know. You didn't. You weren't like this place for rightsability. You were like, nobody's buying this place. Nobody's buying this place in this economy. It's 2004, by the way. Nobody's buying it in that economy. Nobody's buying. Nobody's buying it for what you want to sell it for, and it's just not. And you, there's too many improvements. You can't even get the fucking pool fixed. Ugh. And I know I just been a whole. I remember one episode I was just talked on and on about what a liability pools are. And now I'm like, please, someone help me find a above ground pool I can afford. <laughs> I don't have the big VR. I cannot get a big pool. I just wanted something that. The kids can splash around in. And my one of my agency caseworkers has one. She sent me a picture of her kid playing it, and I was like, "Oh yeah, that could work for my kids." But no, there's nothing to be had. I know I just like I've been flip flopping around pools, but the fact is, is that pools do take maintenance. Like you can't, you don't just get to have a pool, like especially a pool like Victoria's. You get, you don't just get. You're like, oh, we got it, and then all right, well. Swashes my hands against, uh, swipes my hands against each other. Oh, my work's here done. No, you you need a, someone to clean it. It's not going to be you, Victoria. It's not going to be those fucking kids. So who's it going to be? It's somebody, you got to do that. And pool maintenance is a bitch. And like Luigi said, there's probably a pipe burst. And it's probably like, this is when Victoria was yelling at him. It's like, my foundation, blah, blah, blah. Bitch, he told you. That fucking pool was broken a while ago. Don't be mad at her. <laughs> Don't be mad at him. But like that shit, that's that's people digging. Digging, that's money, okay? <laughs> Somebody gotta dig underground and look for some that's money. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, Victoria's gonna keep her dingy mansion. Hmm. Alright, guys. So I'm off next week. Like I said, there are bonus episodes in the can. Um I have some new sponsored episodes coming. Uh, when I get back, I'm going to be doing some Mob Wives. You know I love me some Mob Wives now. Um, 
And if you remember Patreon, there's a lot of episodes. And if you, if you join before July 1st, you're going to have access to a lot of bonus episodes. After that, it's one bonus episode a month. Maybe more. You guys know I love to talk, but mm, it's probably going to be one in a, a month. And if you join at the $5 level, you'll get four a month. Uh, make sure you update your Patreon pledge on the first, on the first. Also, if you're like pledging more than like some people, some people pledge a dollar, but have been paying me $20 a month, which thank you. But it's not going to automatically put you in the $5 tier. You have to move to the $5 tier and you can still choose to pay 20 bucks a month, but you have to move your, to the $5 tier and then pay $20 a month. That's, it's just Patreon. You know, we use Patreon because there's only, there, there's not a whole lot of options out there. Um, I guess we can go to OnlyFans, but you guys don't want my nudes. <laughs> they have other things. They, people do other things on OnlyFans. But still, um, I mean, rare, but they do. Patreon's really the, the best game in town and the most trusted game in town. But the interface is crap, and a lot of things they do is just like, oh, who designed this? But that's how it is. Um, guys, I'm going on vacation. I'll talk to you soon. <laughs> Bye.